Hi, I'm Kevin Turner, and welcome to this week's Realty Talk Show. As many councils around the country impose restrictions on B&B style accommodation in their areas, it's having an impact on regional hub economies that are really struggling financially because of missed opportunities due to a lack of local accommodation. Bushy catches up with the serial entrepreneur who says that she has a solution. It could be a worthwhile opportunity investment for you as well. That's coming up later in the show. But we start this week by tackling one of the most challenging issues facing anyone hunting a property as a buyer or as an agent. And that is their ability to identify good quality pre-market and off-market property opportunities. Well, we think we might have a solution there for you as well. Bushy uncovers that shortly. Hey, if this is your first time with us, welcome. You're going to find us on all podcast players and through the Southern Cross Austereo network. If you like the show, make sure you hit the subscribe button and help us to continue to bring you the best guests every week. Join the conversation too anytime on Facebook. You can do that at the Property Hub Collective. We'll be back in just a moment as Bushy kicks off this week's show. Hi, just before we go back to the show, uh, I want to spend a few seconds and tell you about a book that was sent to me that's now become my go-to reference when I'm looking for inspiration about property investment. You know, sometimes it's not about knowing all the answers. It's certainly more important to know what questions to ask. This book by Rasti uh, is called The Property Wealth Blueprint. And it's one that you don't read just once and then put it away. It stays out as a reference. It's a book that you go back to time and time again, as I do, because it's packed with personal experience and with great examples of how to get property investment right. Uh, it's very frank. It's to the point. And as you can see here, uh, I've needed to bookmark several points. And I can tell you that it's a constant companion on my desk here. The remarkable thing is that it's absolutely free on Rasty's website, getrare.com.au. Get Rare, it's a gateway to a richer life. The website there for you again, getrare.com.au. So get this book, get it for yourself. Realty Talk and your host, Bushy Martin. Now from an investor's or property buyer's perspective, one of the most challenging, difficult, stressful and time-consuming issues that we see facing their buyers agents and selling agents is the ability to source and secure good quality pre-market and off-market properties. But this is about to change with a revolution that's now occurring in real estate transactions that has the power to transform the interaction between selling and buyers agents and the founders of industry disrupting only source property, Tom Pettifer and Josh Deckart, Join us today to unpack the details. So welcome to Realty Talk, Tom and Josh. Hey, Bushy. Thanks for having us on. Thanks for having us on, Bushy. Good to see you again. Yeah, I'm really excited about what you guys are bringing to the market. Uh, so to sort of kick things off, uh, and for those who don't understand what we're talking about, what is a property sourcing company? So yeah, ultimately, we're a business-to-business company, Bushy. Um, we're ultimately, uh, we're, we're building and maintaining relationships with selling agents to ultimately solve the problems of buyer's agents, which is to get access to stock. Um, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious right now that one of the most challenging tasks buyers agents face right now is actually getting access to the stock. So enter only source property. And that's, um, you know, that's, that's our, one of our missions 101. 
Um, but also, you know, on the on the con inverse of that, we're also about selling, solving selling agents' problems as well. So, um, so yeah, we're, essentially, we're solving problems at both ends of the equation. Yeah, I love that. So, you, uh, for those that are listening, going, I'm, I'm a bit interested in this. Uh, how does it all work? Yeah, so I guess uh, for us to to break it down, we, we take on briefs from buyers agents. We're looking to source stock, so we have a vast network of selling agents that we're always continually building. Um, so we take the buyers agents, the briefs from their clients, and when stock comes across our desk, we basically match the two together and send um, the property through to the buyers agent. Uh, it's basically as simple as that. It's like a matchmaking service for for buyers agents and, and stock. It just uh, you know it makes it a little bit easier for them to not have to network as much. Yeah, makes sense. So to break into the details of that a little bit, if we can, how, how does this actually help both the buyer's agents and the selling agents? Yeah, so I guess, uh, yeah, ultimately it gives the buyer's agent access to stock they probably don't have the resources to get. So because we're able to transact over and over again um, with the same selling agent, so for example, one buyer's agent might have 30 clients and none of those clients have an applicable brief for a really good quality property a selling agent has. So we can then expand their network for the selling agent to say a thousand buyers agents. And that way we can transact with those by the selling agents, sorry, uh, which gives them exposure, but it, it means that we're constantly transacting with them, keeping them happy. And we're obviously fulfilling the, the property sourcing bottleneck that most buyers agents have. Yeah. Really good comment. So broadening that out a little bit then, uh, how do property buyers and investors benefit from all of this? Yeah, so I guess ultimately they get faster transactions um, so that the buyer's agent doesn't have to hustle as much to try and find stock. Um, if they're trying to find stock and they're on the phone all day, there's less client management, time for client management. Um, we are able to send them numerous you know, properties, whereas they might only get access to say one or two here and there. It gives them options as well. So the quality of the stock that they get to see and that ultimately hits them uh, is yeah is, is a lot better and, and there's a lot more stocks and more to pick from. Um, that's basically what we're trying to achieve is access to stock, which is crucial. And, yeah, and well, in a growth market push, there's obviously an opportunity cost to actually not transacting as well. Like a lot of these buyers agents have done extensive due diligence and research in the areas they're targeting. And typically they're growing faster than the average rate of the, you know, the, the rest of Australia. So if we can get access to, to stock um, you know, earlier, and if it's you know, 750K as an example, 750K property growing 10% a year, we can get them four months earlier. Um, you know, we can say we can get a better purchase price from lack of missing out. Well, and one of the other benefits I can see uh, also in, a, in the current environment where the interest rates are still on the rise to some degree uh, is that a lot of investors are pre-approved for 90 days. And if the 90 days expires and there's been a rate exactly. rise, they may actually be out of the game and their property purchase value is actually dropping as a consequence of that. So that that speed of transaction exercise that you bring to the table is going to be a benefit to uh, everyone involved, as, as I see on that front. So uh, talk to us about any any risks in the process that you see, guys. Oh, I don't see a great deal of risk. The only, I guess the only risk would be if the, the buyer's agent themselves just wasn't economically viable given their fee structure. So they have to, you know, provide they value their services and, and the market's willing to pay for what their services are. Um, yeah, we see it's just a viability aspect. If they if they're charging, you know, 5K for their services, a, a property sourcing company like us wouldn't be a fit. But for most buyer's agents out there that are charging, you know, market rates, it, it absolutely works. Yeah, it's almost like having an extra... Uh, 
team member that that's got uh, an amazing octopus of networks right across the country. And, and am I assuming that you're pretty much got national coverage in relation to what you do, or you're area specific? Can you talk to me a bit about that? So I guess at the moment, so the way we work is we follow the briefs as well. So you know, people do their research on what areas they're looking at, and we deploy resources as as we see fit. So basically, you know, for example, Perth. Adelaide, Brisbane at the moment are quite hot markets and access to stock is quite hard. However, it is transitioning and we're seeing a bit of a, a change in the briefs that we're seeing now. So yeah, we, we adapt. We don't want to waste selling agents time either. So we, we've got to be mindful that we're here to build relationships and maintain them. So that's the crucial part. Um, you know, calling around Australia, trying to find stock um, without having any, any ability to transact with them is just not necessary. So yeah, we are seeing a bit of a pivot, aren't we, Tom, at the moment with um, where we're looking. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah well, that's a question, Australia-wide, yeah. Yeah, good. That's good. Uh, so uh, before we summarise, uh, anything else we need to know about uh, what you're doing and the benefits that uh, uh, we're seeing you bring to the table? I guess from a from a staffing aspect, we we can ultimately, providing a, a property sourcing service, we can allow buyers agents to specialise in what they do best, which is lead generation, working uh, on the business, not in the business. Um, so, yeah, we, we can allow them to really specialise and yeah, reduce staffing costs. So um, it's just one less headache. Um, if some if that's the way that uh, a buyer's agent wants to structure their business, we can, yeah, we can help them there. Yeah, I can certainly see buyer's agents being able to scale their business much more effectively, uh, utilising... Uh, your resources because you're maintaining those key relationships across the board that they're not having to spend time, energy, and money yet trying to do on a one-off and occasional basis. So uh, love what you're doing there, guys. So uh, look, I, I, we've only just touched the tip of the iceberg, so I'll make sure you get back to dive into uh, more details on the exciting stuff you're doing. So I just want to thank you for all of this, and it's it's clearly a transformational opportunity that you've created. So uh, we suggest that anyone who'd like to find out more jumps on your website at onlysourceproperty.com. That's onlysourceproperty.com. And thanks again for joining us on the show to open our, both our eyes and our ears to this groundbreaking initiative, Tom and Josh. Thanks as always, Bushy. Successful property investment is a game of finance. Do you have the right team and the right game plan? Realty Talk is brought to you by Know How Property. More than mortgage brokers, Bushy Martin and his team of investment architects set you up with a sustainable strategy structured to lower your costs, tax, risk and stress while increasing your capacity for growth. Know-how has helped over 1,900 homeowners and investors secure more than $800 million in property wealth. So get set to live more, work less, and live your legacy. Want to know how to invest in your freedom? Visit knowhowproperty.com.au. This is Realty Talk, powered by realty.com.au. Now, as the pandemic access to lifestyle and sea and tree changes to regional Australia continue, many regional hub economies who continue to blossom financially are struggling with missed opportunities due to a lack of local accommodation. There are just never enough local hotels and motels to cater for the growth of festivals and events, which has resulted in the growth of short-term Airbnb-style accommodation that's now being restricted by many councils, unfortunately. But this is only adding to the long-term rental crisis. So the business and accommodation cats just keep chasing their tails, 
and biting off their noses despite their faces in a crazy circular game of Catch-22. So what's the solution? Well, serial entrepreneur and industry disruptor, Ludwina Dortovic, has come up with a great innovative answer. And she joins us now to reveal this opportunity. So welcome back to the show, Ludwina. Hello, Bushy. It's so good to be back again. Absolutely. I, I love talking to you. I always walk away with a massive smile on my face and energized <laughs> to do the Toyota jump. So uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us again. But uh, to put some real color around this very specific issue that's that's emerging around the place and give us some context, can you tell us more about the challenges that are actually being faced in regional Australia at the moment? Yeah. And I'll, I'll start off with the fact that, you know, you and I are both country peeps. I grew up in a little country town called Howlong, just outside of Aubrey, and I know you're travelling around different regional places around Australia at the moment. Yeah. Um, look, regional towns, if they don't have the right infrastructure set up, uh, they can really struggle in certain areas. Um, but as you just said in your intro, with all the changes that have happened and kind of the you know the exodus of people from the cities to the country regions sort of post-COVID, it's kind of increased the population of these regions, but the infrastructure may not necessarily be there. And I'm really passionate about helping support regional Australia as much as we can. Um, in fact, and you should be on this um, bushy, you know, after the, probably the end of January, early February, we're going to be doing a LinkedIn audio event talking about this very problem and getting a bunch of people in, from regional Australia to discuss the issue. Excellent. So imagine... Imagine service workers, for example, uh, people who uh, work in hospitals, fire brigade, um, police, hospitality workers, nurses, just people who actually are required to service and run the town also need somewhere to live. Yeah. And, you know, I've heard of some regional towns, but and this happens particularly in peak season when they get a, an influx of people coming in that, they sometimes have to serve their food on paper plates because they don't have staff to wash the dishes or they can't open full hours or you'll have to wait in a huge line to get your coffee or your, your meal. And that really is, well, that time of the year is really when these um, towns actually, you know, bring in a lot of their um, revenue. Um, the, if the accommodation isn't there, when we're talking about physical bricks and mortar, we need to find some kind of solutions to help cater for it. So, Let's just park that. That's just regular everyday life of regional Australia. Yeah. But let's just say that there's an event or an opportunity that comes their way that will then bring an influx of a group of people on, on a short period of time. So yeah. maybe a four or five day event or sporting event, film festival, whatever it is. Yeah. There's um, opportunity costs there that are lost in the the around the issue because of housing. So we've been looking at a lot of this. It's like, how is it that we can help regional Australia in a very targeted and meaningful way, just with the regular everyday um, housing um, crisis and housing issues. Because per capita, I think it's really hitting more um, even than some of the, the cities. Yep. They have an influx of spare bedrooms. So obviously that's one, right? So we're one of the, we've got two solutions. One of them is that um, we can create a specific marketing and landing page package that's actually drawing um, attention to the homeowners in those areas and then actually drawing attention to the people that are looking for accommodation. So that's one thing that we uh, have just launched. But there's another one where we're looking at partnering with various different regional towns to say, well, look, if you've got a an event that you want to have come to your town, 
but you're saying no purely because of accommodation. And if the only other solution is to, you know, get more short-term accommodation stock happening, then what that does, that's actually then exacerbating the original problem of then not having enough mid to long-term accommodation. So that's kind of the problems that we're looking at and we're looking at innovative ways to how is it that we can partner with regional Australia so that they can say yes to these opportunities instead of saying no. Love it. Uh, well, let's let's dive into the details of a bit more of the the solutions that uh, yourself and the Room Exchange uh, are offering, particularly in that B two B offering. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So uh, the first one um, out of the two B two B, one of them is that um, we did this with Study Gold Coast. So they're they're an international student organisation up in the Gold Coast, and they were having problems with finding um, accommodation for their international students. And as you would know, that's a big part of the market of uh, universities is that uh, these international students. Totally. So we we created a way to draw attention to the homeowners in the area, saying with a room exchange in partnership with Study Gold Coast, you know, if you do have a spare room, we can help facilitate the matching of that, come to the room exchange. And then we did the same for the international students. So what we're doing is we're actually creating a way, a meaningful way other than just a link that they can put on their website to say go to the room exchange when really then they're just landing on our public website, which to them doesn't have any specific meaning to their problem, right? Yeah. So what we're wanting to do is to create some these, this um, marketing collateral for them so that they can say, well, they've actually got ownership of these pages. They can push them on social. They can push them out to the PR or on their websites or when they've got people they're inquiring, they can send them over and then we nurture them through our process with the language and the modelling of around where they've come from. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I, I love it because yeah. it, the this is the issue with technology, as we know, uh, unless uh, someone's clear on what their problem is and what the solution is and there is an easy means to bridge the gap, often they don't happen. So uh, what I'm hearing you saying is that you are uh, specifically uh, attracting the people that, that have the issue. You're talking to them in their language but also in the way they like to communicate and then you're linking that with the solution at the other end for those in the regional areas who are struggling to uh, take advantage of the events uh, uh, and festival opportunities that are emerging because they just don't have a, a solution that's going to work quickly and effectively. I, I, I think that's absolutely brilliant. You, you mentioned that's one. It, there's another one as well. Do you want to expand on yeah, that? Yeah, so that one I just described is more so for um, regional towns that are just looking for a housing solution, a general housing solution on an ongoing basis, right? So when we're talking about service workers, they need somewhere to live, this is a really great way to help support your town and also to utilise that space and get some rent for your room. So that's one uh, problem that we can solve there. The other one is when there are opportunities like festival and events. Now, obviously, this is a short-term accommodation play, but our first value and rule is that we do not remove any properties from the long-term rental market. That's a rule that we have. So how can we how can we help support them then without doing that? So um, you're probably old enough to remember this term. I'm 57. We used to have this thing as kids called billeting. Do you remember that? Absolutely. Absolutely. We, we used to do it. Our family used to do it. We used to billet people. Uh, we, we did student exchanges where we used to get uh, students from overseas and we, we'd billet them in our home. Uh, and it was not only good for them, it was great for us because we got exposure to people we'd never uh, otherwise would. I got to learn about new cultures and, and things at an early age, which was really formative in my approach. And, and then for almost invisible ability to embrace different cultures and people uh, because of the uh, engagement, the interest that I, I got out of that. So well, a lot of benefits from doing the old bill of exercise and, and a great way to go. 
Yeah, so that's probably more commonly known as like a, a student exchange kind of program. Yeah. Um, when I was in Girl Guides, I remember that, you know, if we had sort of like an excursion um, in a different town or interstate, there would be a, a Girl Guide community up there that would say, look, we've got Girl Guides coming from how long? Can you bill them for a couple of nights so they've got somewhere to stay? And so that's what I'm talking about in terms of yeah. it's more of a community focus around, yeah. well, if you if you live in a regional town, this is a benefit to everyone, right? If you live in a regional town yeah. and you want this event to come to your town, but accommodation is an issue to the point where people are having to travel an hour outside or whatever to, to be able to come to this event, that's not good. That doesn't work. Yeah. So if we, but there's a number of spare bedrooms in the town, in homes. And and when you're talking about this billeting concept, it's not like an official short-term accommodation where you're paying top notch and the entire house has to be hotel ready. <laughs> you know, who wants to do that? It's just, it's just too much work. But, yeah. you know, you might say, look, I've got a tent I can pitch in the backyard. The kids can crash in there or, you know, my kids can share a room for the three or four days the event's on or we've got a couple of air beds we can put on the floor. It's that real sort of like casual temporary thing that really all you want is a place to crash for a few days so you can go to the event. Yeah. The um, household can make a few dollars out of it. You know, the people that are coming for, for the event have got somewhere in town they can stay and they're connecting and networking with local people. And the benefit of that is that the people who are opening up their home to billet are helping increase the economic um, value of the town they're helping to bring more and more festivals. It just does so much for the local community. I'm I'm really excited about this. Now, this is different to the first model. First model is a lower end product. This yeah. is more of like a white label solution. We would have to build um, kind of like a micro version of our main website um, for that. But what it would mean is, is that that town could utilize this technology for any event they wanted to. They can turn it on and off whenever they want to. They can have homeowners pre-list so they know how many people would actually be happy to open up their homes, how many bedrooms they would have access to. So when they're pitching for the event, they can say, look, even though we're a small town, we've got expressions of interest from 300 local homeowners who are happy to share their bedrooms that equate to, you know, 300 people we can sleep. And then, you know, and then whoever they're pitching that event to can say, okay, well, they've got the accommodation issue covered. And that really is a big factor for these councils in these towns to be able to pitch an event. They need to be able to show that they've got accommodation. Now, the win with this is that there are no long-term rentals that are taken from the market. Yeah. Um, the homeowners don't have to feel like they have to run their place like a hotel. It's yeah. more of a community focus and everybody wins. And I think this is just such an ideal way to um to solve this problem and then maybe these homeowners might go well wow i really enjoyed this i might actually open up my house you know longer term for somebody in our local region as well so i i just think it's it's a great win-win there's no additional resources that need to be built we're not putting people out we're not reducing housing stock we're utilizing what's there already and we're strengthening the local community yeah i love it i think the you're right it's an absolute win-win-win in all directions and and the the human connection and the human experience that comes out of it is second to none because i know myself that whenever we've gone to an event it's actually the interactions we have with others that are actually more memorable than the event itself quite often and they build long lasting yet quite often lifetime friendships as a consequence that flows on so i think there's a a massive opportunity there again it's staring at us right in the face uh, the uh, I guess the obvious question then, Luena, is what do we need to do to make it happen and uh, who do we need to hassle to help make it happen? 
Look, really, just if you if you got somebody in the local council who is in charge of, um, you know, negotiating these event opportunities, uh, that would be the ideal person. I think also to the local traders association, perhaps, or, um, you know, there's a the bunch of kind of like local community groups that are really supporting the local business because this really does support local businesses as well. So totally. if we can get people, and the other great thing about this is that, yes, there is a cost to it. We're not a charity, but we can get, um, we can help support you by getting sponsors on board to help cover the tech cost. Um, and then that way they can, um, you know, be profiled as well. So we're really happy to work with um, councils or, you know, regional areas in a way that is like, okay, well, this is what it is. Um, what resources do you have access to to cover it? What can we get access to to help you to get this on board? And, you know, we only need probably about three months lead time to pull this off for each council. And most events have got at least six to 12 months lead time before, you know, they're going ahead anyway. So there's ample time for it. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I just think that the thing with technology, um, Bushy, is that, you know, we've invested six years, six years of knowledge, six years of tech, six, six years of, you know, um, understanding what's required, what's not required. You can't just do that offhand. I mean, you, you might think that, yeah, okay, you can pull something off the shelf and build something together, but then you've got all of the matching, you've got all the, you know, verification and all of those things that go behind it. Don't let that be your reason to say no. Use what's already available, which is our technology, and then let us create a version of that or a form of that that can actually help solve your problem. So all you've got to do is just think about saying yes and figuring out the rest after that. Love that. So uh, for those that are picking up their ears and going, wow, this sounds awesome, uh, where do we go to find out more? Well, please connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Ludwina Dordovic. Thank goodness my first name's so unusual. Bushy, you can just search that. Um, I one of those. Oh, no, I've even got Ludwina.com. Oh, don't go there, though. It's not. It's No, I've read. I've, I've got the URL, but I have got nothing on it. Um, Back to the point. Uh, Ludwina Dordovic on LinkedIn or The Room Exchange, letter X-C-H-A-N-G-E. But probably best to... Um, there won't be any information on there about it because this is a B2B product where our main website is um, for our consumers, uh, just um, consumer users. Um, but email me, admin at the room exchange, letter X, C-H-A-N-G-E.com. Um, but just happy to have a conversation. And, you know, I call it playing what if, you know, let's just see what it is that you want to do. And I guarantee you technology can do it. It's just a matter of figuring out what it is. And I'm, everything's figure outable. I'm a, I'm a strong believer. I'll say yes and figure it out later. Everything is figure outable. So, you know, I really want to make a difference and have an impact in regional towns. Um, it's same as in the cities as well, but I just know that regional towns are struggling and their budgets are generally, you know, a lot lower. So it's here. So use us. Absolutely love it. Uh, again, I want to really thank you for re revealing yet another easy to implement solution to a growing accommodation problem in Buena. And we encourage everyone who's interested in finding out more to reach out to you and your team. And again, I'll repeat that at the Room Exchange. That's the Room X without the E, exchange.com. Uh, is it dot .com or .com? Or dot .com, .com. Just .com. Uh, so, and we'll put the, the links to that and your links in the show notes. Uh, so thanks again for your generous time on the show today. Thanks, Bushy. I feel like I'm a I'm a resident now on Realty Talk. <laughs> well, you're a, a favourite, that's for sure. So uh, any excuse is a good excuse. Uh, let's keep the conversation going. Thank you so much, Bushy. 
Property deductions can save you thousands of dollars each year. To make sure you maximise deductions, you need to work with the most experienced quantity surveyor in the country. BMT Tax Depreciation is the leading specialist in the industry. They've completed over 700,000 tax deduction schedules for residential investment and commercial properties Australia-wide. BMT guarantee to find double your fee in the first full financial year deductions. Call BMT on 1300 728 726 today for an obligation-free quote. Realty Talk exclusive to The Property Hub. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's show. A big thanks to our special guests for their contributions. You can catch up on individual interview segments at any time. We break down the interviews that make up our show and we republish them as standalone. Check it out. You can do that at the Realty Talk channel. Make sure too that you don't miss a single episode of Realty Talk or Bushy's Get Invested podcast delivered to you each week by subscribing to the Property Hub now on your favourite podcast player or wherever you're listening to or watching this show. Also join the conversation anytime on Facebook at the Property Hub Collective. Thanks to our supporters and content partners, realty.com.au, BMT, tax depreciation, know-how property finance, get rare property into Piro marketing. I'm Kevin Turner, and on behalf of Bushy and the Property Hub team, we look forward to seeing you again next week.